With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now! Hello and welcome back to C-Red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls sing. I'm Matt. And as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Hey, Matt. How's it going? Um, bit of a heartbreaker last night, but uh, sure, we're here to have a bit of therapy and talk about it. Eh? <sighs> yeah. Um, heartbreak last night. Long day today. And then we start this one with a bit more heartbreak. <laughs> mm. Mm. As, uh, well, we didn't really know whether we were going to record this one or not anyway today just through our own personal schedules. But just before we decided to uh, to record, obviously some tweets came out and not very good ones. I think uh, Shams and Woj sort of broke them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, about Onzo Ball. Surprise, surprise. And he is going to go under the knife for the third time. Yeah, I think it was expected though, wasn't it, to to make that decision? Yeah, well, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? When um, when well, the same, I think it was the same two broke it on it was in Shams. Um, yeah. I mean, I've got Shams's tweet up in front of me now. Uh, Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball will undergo a third surgery on his left knee that is expected to cost him most, if not all, of the twenty three twenty four season. Sources tell the Athletic. Um, the side's optimistic, optimistic of the procedure reviving Ball's career. Uh, I'm sure Woj says something slightly different. Um, if I can find his tweet. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I mean, uh, Casey Johnson's had his say on it as well. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo Ball will undergo a third surgery on his left knee. Bulls PR confirms a timetable for his return is uncertain and won't be known until surgery is completed per source. And even then, the timeline could be nebulous. I don't actually know what yeah. nebulous means. I'd say um, undecided. <laughs> he could have just put that, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah need, but you know, it's no nice to see a fancy need. word every now and then. <laughs> yeah, but there's no need. <laughs> I, it confuses people like no me. Need. There's no knee. That's the problem. Uh, well, no, he has got a knee. You just don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I have the Woj one up here as well, if you want. Um, yeah, I was just trying to find that one. Ball will undergo a third surgical procedure on his left knee in the past 14 months. He hasn't played since January of 2022 and had already been ruled out this season. He then followed it up then a few minutes later with, there are concerns about Ball's ability to resume his career and hopes that this surgery which could cost Ball another full season away, will give him a pathway to play again, sources said. 
ESPN reported last week that Ball was weighing the procedure. Yeah, so, so I mean, they're all kind of saying the same thing, aren't they? That it's basically mm-hmm. a last attempt to save his career by the sounds of it. Yeah, sounds that way. Um, chances are he's going to end up missing all of next season is also what I'm getting from it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's the way they're leading with it. Um, maybe they're trying to do the opposite of what they've done for the last year or so in regards to giving a short time frame and then ending up you know, going past that. Uh, maybe this time they've gone for the more pessimistic period of time, hoping that maybe it might be sooner. Yeah, I mean... It's a lot of time to say he's going to be out, isn't it? When he's already missed, obviously, like says, fourteen months. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't, obviously, nobody actually says when he's having the procedure. So I'm assuming it's going to be within the next week. I would have thought so. Yeah. So that's what we're now at the end of March, and the initial things was six months on it, and then it'd be yeah. reevaluated or rehabbed by then or whatever. Um, so from now to say that he's going to miss next season, we haven't even finished this season yet. I know, I know. Um, you know, so what's that? By that point, you're looking, well, it'll be oh, too tired to do quick maths, but two full seasons missed. and yeah. Two and a half seasons missed, wasn't it? It will be, yeah. Uh, you know, and then, whether or not he's even ready to play in the off season, any summer league or you know any preseason, that's all to be seen as well. You don't know at what point, and nobody knows at this stage at what point he's going to be ready if it is successful. Yeah, and I guess that's. I mean, they're putting that that time frame on it, but how can they say until they know what's actually have done do you know what I mean yeah, exactly and, they don't they don't know you know so again as we spoke about last week when we first mentioned it all you know Bulls need an answer after the surgery yeah. to know what they're going to do in the off season yeah um, whether they rule them out for, if they rule them out for the season then it changes the targets I guess and obviously the salary and gives them well, an extra roster I, spot I just, as well don't yeah well yeah that is one thing um, the roster spot is certainly an issue um, but I mean I think at this stage Acme have to they have to bear in mind the fact that this is a long term problem and at this stage they have to plan accordingly and that means planning a team that will not have Lonzo Ball in it yeah, I think, and then that's how no point. Go on. I was gonna say that's how they should have come into this year, right? But they right. didn't. No, and like you say, they've now got to plan next year. Like he's not going to be there. Yeah, and then if we get him for the last two months of the year, bonus. Yeah, or the last three months, four months, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? And then it's a bonus. Yeah, but I guess if they apply for the was it the disabled player exception, whatever it's called? Yeah. Then that kind of rules him out for the season anyway, doesn't it? 
It does, yeah. You can't just bring him back onto the books then. That's right. Yeah, I think uh, big, some big sort of decisions need to be made. Definitely. And, and it kind sharp. of makes... <laughs> yeah, Sharpish is right. I, I mean, it kind of makes the decision for him, as far as I'm concerned. You know, they yeah. can't sit back now and say, oh, continuity, when we're healthy, when Lonzo balls... We know now you can't plan this team with Lonzo Ball as part of the structure of the team anymore. You know, you have to consider the fact that this is a team devoid of Lonzo and his talents. End of story. Um, And build that accordingly going forward. Uh, And that means going out and getting another point guard that runs the team a little bit. Kind of a little bit like Pat Bev is, but with a little bit more of the skill set of Lonzo, perhaps, with shooting. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, in the last episode, we spoke about, do you bring Pat Bev back? And we both kind of said yes, but he's not the answer either. No. He, he would he could probably work well with Lonzo on the roster. Yes, I think you so. Know, whether he comes off the bench or whatever. But Pat Bev's not the answer. If It goes back, it's a bit similar to Goran, isn't it? It's a... A band-aid sort of signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a bit more about him, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on it and see what other news comes from it all. Yep. Wish the lad well, and hopefully he recovers and comes back to us at some point. But uh, in the meantime, let's move on without him. Yeah, and speaking of moving on, we'll move on to last night. Or this morning for us. Nice segue. <laughs> Been practical. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously we'll talk about the Kings game. Um one seventeen, one fourteen loss. And as I said to you last night, it was a tough one to take. Um mm. you know, obviously regular listeners or people who know obviously what I've said know that I've been off the ledge since before Christmas, as I keep mentioning. But I've still watched every game live and I still want this Bulls team to win. Um, so last night, I, I it, it felt like a game we should have won. And to then lose it in the way that we did, it was, it was tough. Tough one to mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. But then... At the same time, when you sort of look into it a little bit, the same problems cost us. Yep. Um, and obviously that's what we'll get into. Um, like I say, 117-114 loss. Um, and we started well, as we tend to do sometimes. <laughs> um I mean, God knows what was going on in that first quarter with the three pointers. <laughs> like a completely different team. And then yeah. it kind of continued into the second and we were ten up at half well, we went sixteen up and then we were ten up at half time, weren't we? Yeah. And then the third quarter happened. And it was a fifteen point swing, wasn't it? Yes, it was uh from, quick too. Yeah, from being up by uh, ten at the half. We were down five 
by the end of the third. And the main issue was three points you win. Yep. I mean, we actually lost the third quarter, 37-22. Yeah. And so combined with the end of this second and then through the third, we missed 12 straight three-point attempts, didn't we? Which is just crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I put out a tweet saying, stop taking the three Mm -hmm. and you get the points. Yes, three is more than two, but it's also three is more than zero when they're two's going more down the other end. Yeah, when they're going down the other end and hitting a three, and you're yeah. not hitting anything. Um, and then I think it was Zach that kind of broke it a little bit, wasn't it? Why yeah. a bit of that three attackery? And I mean, we were never out of the game. That was the the thing with it, was it? it you know, mm-hmm. definitely. Even when they sort of took the lead, they were only ever getting sort of, I think the biggest lead was eight. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I don't think they ever reached double figures. No, um, but we just couldn't, it was a bit like the Pacers game, we just couldn't get back into it. We weren't out of it, but we just couldn't close that gap down until, well in this case, it was the end of the fourth, wasn't it? Yep. We got that four. Well, DeRozan got his second four-point play of the right. play of the game. Uh, tied it, and we knew exactly what was coming. De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. hit the dagger three. So, yeah, that that was the the sort of heartbreak on it for it, you know, because they'd worked hard to get themselves back into it. It, it kind of felt like the Bulls deserved the win more so than the Kings deserved the win. And maybe that's just my Bulls bias coming through. I don't know. But it, it felt like it should have been a Bulls victory. Yeah. And I and think then, that's why I said it was so tough to take. Mm. Because, you know, Kings were, well, third in the in the West when they come into it. Mm-hmm. And they've been a good team this year, and Bulls, the majority of the game, was outplaying them. You know, yeah. and it was just—I mean, you look at a couple of the team stats. I mean, the fact that Bulls actually took forty-two three-point attempts is just crazy in itself. <laughs> and we at sixteen, they at eighteen, and both teams attempted forty-two. Um, assists 28-26 in our favour um, but obviously the biggest stat where we come unstuck was field goal percentage right 39.2% for us and 48.7% for them so you can't go 38% from three and only 39% from the field in general hmm that, the, them two numbers just don't make sense, do they? No, not at all. Um, I mean, I think defensively we were there were moments where we seemed to lose things a little bit, but majority of the game we were solid. Um, yeah, I mean nobody can stop Kevin Herter from travelling, so 
how, how he gets away with it, you know what I mean? No wonder he gets I, so many wide open threes because he's travelled to get to this spot. I, I don't know. He dances around the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sort of how you, well, I do kind of know how you felt, but I don't know if you want to say how you felt about it. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Like I said, it felt like this one should have gone our way. Um, it just, it just didn't. It was a dagger three. It was hats off to De'Aaron Fox, who had a great game um, in general, uh, as he tends to do. But I just, I just can't help but feel like this was one that slipped between the fingers. Yeah. I mean, we we looked pretty good for the most part, um, and to to get that close against a team of this standing at the moment, and then to look with like you say with the four point play with the Rosen, it looked like okay, we'll get a stop or we we'll get a foul here. That gives us the opportunity to go down and try and go for overtime or go for the win. And it just didn't work out that way. No. I mean, I think obviously there's a few things that you can pick out of it as to why we didn't get the win. Obviously, yeah. Like we said, that 12, uh, 12 attempts of missing threes um, obviously clearly didn't help. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are calling Billy for not having P. Will out there at the end of the fourth, but he'd already played majority of the fourth as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, he had. And P. Will um, had a good game. Yeah, I mean you can go back to the starting lineup. Should P. Will have been in the starting lineup over Io? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean when you sort of look at some of the individual performances as well. I mean, you could pick all of them apart, to be fair. Um, you know, obviously, Zach is getting a lot of criticism, even though he's carried this team for the last month. Do you know what I mean? With his performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had an off night, but it, was it an off night? He still put up 25 points, five rebounds and six assists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Didn't start the game well, and all right, yeah, seven of 22 from the field isn't fantastic, and two of seven from three. But, but he was attacking the rim, and he got nine of nine free throws. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know? yeah, he wasn't the Zach that we've, you know, March Madness Zach. Yeah. But obviously, his shot wasn't falling. Demar's was but then we've got that Demar 30 point game it was bound to be a loss yeah I mean obviously Demar 33 points 3 rebounds 3 assists 2 steals Mm -hmm. so he's gone away you know the the, what we were speaking about in the last episode after the Rockets win and uh, yeah the Rockets win won it yeah um, where Zach was the scorer and DeRozan was facilitating They've switched again, and it's like, if you know, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? 
you know, because obviously DeRozan's looking and going, well, because that's struggling here. I need to do it. But then it kind of takes away from Zach at the same time. You know, it's a bit, a bit all over the place, isn't it? It's, mm. you know, and then, you know, Vooch, 0 of 7 from 3. I know, he was shocking from distance last night. And I know we've said in the past he needs to shoot through it to get out of his own head. But surely a veteran player like that's got to get to a point where he goes, yeah, it's not working this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not it my just, night. Yeah, it just seemed like a lack of IQ from players that normally have quite high IQ. Mm-hmm. Or IEV, do you know what I mean? Pat Bev fouling out. You know, he had a he had a rough night apart from rebounding mm-hmm. and a, you know another eleven rebounds. You know, they're two high IQ players that were doing things that you don't expect of high IQ players. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pat Bev should have known the way things were going. He was going to foul out, so change how you're defending slightly. And then, yeah, but I, I think he only comes in with one speed in regards to defense. To be honest with you, do you know yeah, he's, he's only got I mean, the one gear, and that's full on, full throttle. I think when you look at that starting lineup, I mean, we'll talk about Io in a minute, but without Caruso there. And without P. Will in the starting lineup, who else is helping him defend? Because mm-hmm. Io's supposed to, but like I say, we'll talk about Io in a minute. He's not not been fantastic, so he was having to do it all, I guess, and maybe that's why he was picking up little ticky tack fouls. Yeah. Um. I mean, you go down this the. Plus minus for all the starters, and not one of them was in the plus. No, nope. not even Demar. <laughs> so, I mean, Demar was actually well, the worst. Demar was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. Obviously, we'll go on to some of the bench players. You know, we, we saw some Dale and Terry, which was nice. We did. We saw some early Dale and Terry too. Yeah, uh, he hit that three and got an assist and mm-hmm. that was all he did um, yep. Andre Drummond two points four rebounds one assist two steals one block bit of a mm-hmm. random stat line for him that isn't it yeah it is rebounds. yeah <laughs> and I mean his two points come off that steal and his coast to coast that he likes to do his little signature move on it yep and then yeah he kind of got that offensive foul and then straight down the other end and just ran out and charged somebody, didn't he, really? And that was it. Your yeah. night's over. <laughs> Sit down. It's almost a point of like, <laughs> you, you, you're, calling me for a, you're calling me for a foul there? I'll show you what it really looks like when I foul. <laughs> he slammed his hips <laughs> straight, straight into, I can't remember who it was he fouled, but it was more <laughs> a point of like showing the refs, this is a foul. <laughs> <laughs> and then Billy went, you know, we're not having that. Sit down for the rest of the night. Yeah, Billy went, and this is a bench. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. I can now go to my four guard lineup. Thank you. Oh, man, stop. Like, when I saw the starting five, I have to admit, I was very, very apprehensive. Like, I know Billy likes his small ball, and, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but. 
Jesus Christ, that was a small ball lineup to start. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, without Caruso there, surely it's got to be P. Will going into the starting lineup. You would think. Because he's the only legit form that we've got. Yeah. You know, and then not to play DJJ as well. Just makes no sense whatsoever. None. It, you know, yeah. Bad night for Billy, I think, to be fair. Um, I agree, definitely. You know, and then... Oh, it's like, well, we'll go to Ayo in the starting lineup before we touch on P. Will and Kobe, California boys. Uh, not yeah. Carolina boys, isn't it? Not California. Car- um, Carolina boys. Yeah. Told you I'm tired. Um, <laughs> you know, Ayo got 27 minutes, well, just short of 28 minutes. Three points, one rebound, four assists, two steals. He's not having a good year, is he? No. No, no, and no not at all. It's... He needs to have a good year. That's the, the bad thing about it before him because, well, bad thing about it for Bulls as well. Because like we said last night, it's getting to a point where they're looking, who do we re-sign? You know, obviously we've just discussed yeah. with Lonzo as well. God knows what's going on there. But him and Kobe both coming up right now, I'd take Kobe. Yeah, because I would too. All right, he's not quite as solid defensively as Ayo, but he's had a good defensive year. Um, and you've got the defensive side with Kobe that you don't get with Ayo. And I think, unfortunately, at the minute, we kind of see an Ayo for what he actually is a second round pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and. You know, it could just be, I mean, we, we kind of had it with Kobe, didn't we, where rookie year, you think, oh, yeah, we've got the, the point guard of the future. And then for the next two years, he kind of stagnated and inconsistent and then he's come good in year four. Yeah. So, you know, the same thing could happen with Ayo. It could just be that, what was it, the sophomore slump, what they call it? Yep. It's just a drastic turnaround, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah it is. It's so noticeable. But yeah. he'd hit the rookie wall towards the end of last season as well. Yeah. Do you know? So it's not just like he's had the off-season after having an electrifying rookie year from start to finish, and then he's come in and he's hit the sophomore slump, as you say, off the bat in his second year. It, it was showing signs of it towards the end of last season yeah <laughs> I mean obviously yeah, we've spoke about it before if he wasn't from Chicago would he get as much love yeah uh, I mean it's obviously a touchy subject for some people to uh, to kind of talk about that or even admit it to themselves perhaps but I do wonder would would he be getting as much time even on the floor? Let alone yeah. the love he's getting from the people. Well, uh, would he be even seeing as much? Did you see Twitter last night? 
Well, yeah, I think people are beginning to turn. Um, people are starting to ship him off to China and all sorts at the minute. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know how crazy Twitter gets, especially after a loss. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, that could flip completely after one good game. But um, I think shipping him off to China is probably <laughs> a little bit drastic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he certainly, he certainly needs more time, more work. Um, and he needs to hone his skills a lot more yeah. before we can really see what kind of a player Io really is. Um, I, I still think in the core, uh, there's a great guard in there. Yeah. And I do think that he's going to come good. I would like to see him come good in his hometown playing for us. But something's got to give somewhere, especially with this... Um, further Lonzo news, uh, and I mean, if you were to, if you were to give me the choice now between Io and Kobe, I'd go the very same way as you said. I'd go with Kobe right now. Yeah, and so we both said last night we're not out on Io, not at all. We, we do believe that there is something there, um, yeah. but the worry is our ball's going to end up overpaying him. Yeah, for him to do what he's doing at the minute or do they go yeah he's not quite it let him go he goes to wherever and he becomes a player that we all think he's going to be yeah that's a familiar tale (laughs) yeah so you know it's I mean if you could get him to realise that at the minute his worth isn't what everyone's expecting it to be so he signs a bit more of a team friendly deal for two, three years, whatever, and develops and then gets a big deal. You know, it's... it's you don't know, do you? <laughs> you? You show me a competitive NBA player yeah, that is prepared to admit that they're not quite as good as they think they are. <laughs> and, and I will... I would show you a pile of unicorn shit next to them because <laughs> it just doesn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing is, AK messed up in the first place by the contract that he gave him, didn't he? So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we yeah. wouldn't have been in this position with him had the, you know, not given mm. the deal to Marco, who nobody knows who, who he is. Yeah, who? exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's some that's a completely different subject in it with Marco. Um, maybe yes. talk about that at some point, but yeah, remaining with last night the. Carolina boys. Why do I keep saying Carolina? Because it is Carolina. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said California earlier on. Yeah, it's Carolina. Yeah, right. I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Carolina boys as they're getting dubbed. Um, Kobe and P. Will. Yeah. Both coming off the bench. And they both had decent games I'd say P. Wills was better than Kobe's Um, saw a bit of the old Kobe creeping in Um, you know like the the craziness going to the the rim on it you know he was getting there and then he's in the air and he's turning round and he's just throwing the ball wherever and there were a couple of turnovers as a result of that yeah you know and I don't know if it was because he was trying too hard 
or Maybe. what, but it just went, it just had a bit of, you know, last year's Kobe and the year before's Kobe about it, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's after he come in and, I mean, he's hit four or six three-pointers, you know what I mean? And they were needed. Um, Very much. I mean, he finished with a stat line, 12.6 rebounds, five assists, two steals. And he was actually a plus five, you know, so yeah. it wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't the sort of game we've got used to seeing from him. You know, the, the mistake right. was starting to creep back in, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and then P. Will, I know you'll you'll enjoy this little segment. Uh-huh. Uh, 13 <laughs> points, four rebounds, two assists. Four steals, one block, three of five of them sexy rainbow threes for you. Oh, yes. And team high, 13. Well, plus 13. Yeah. He uh, um, he looked good. He looked good last night. Um, and, and he's like so back and forth at the moment. But before he'd have a good game. And then, like you said, before it could be two or three games before he has another good game. Whereas now it seems to be kind of like he'll have a good game and then he'll have maybe a bad game and then he'll have an okay game and then he'll have a good game again. Yeah. Um, so the consistency is increasing and he certainly is finding himself a lot more. But he looked he looked kind of comfortable out there last night. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, I mean, obviously we didn't give a player of the game because we stopped doing it in losses. Well, I think we'd have probably struggled last night. I mean, you 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 can't knock Demar for what he did. Yeah. Um. And I think the only person that would have pushed him close would have been P. Will. Yeah, I think so. Because he had the sort of game you want to see from him. Exactly. Right, maybe a couple more points you'd like to yeah. see. Um. But he had the right level of aggression. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe a couple more rebounds you want to see, um, because that's obviously part of his role. But four steals, and he got one big block as well, didn't he? He did. You know, and his steals weren't the ball fell to him. He was working for him. Oh yeah, big time, big time. And you know, I mean, he shot five threes as well. Or he only hit three of them. At least he was shooting them. So they, yeah, and but, I, I'd still like to see him shoot a couple more on average per game. Yeah, I mean, if he could be putting up seven or eight threes per game and still hitting somewhere but around a fifty percent mark, that would be okay. I'd be good with that. Yeah, and you know, like I've said, I'm not out on P. Will. I'm frustrated with him because you can see what he can do. Exactly. And last night was that. Do you know what I mean? And then you're kind of thinking, well, what are we going to get against Timberwolves? <laughs> it's, you know, and that's where my frustration is with him. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I love watching him when he's doing what he did last night. Yeah. But then I hate watching him when he does what he did against Rockets. Right. Yeah, and, and that's exactly why people are frustrated with him and why people are so... Undecided, I guess, on what they want to do about 
P. Williams and whether or not he is or isn't the player that they want him to be, think he can be, and you know he's he's such he's such a a debate at the moment. Um, yeah. And and I get that, I do get that, but I'm I'm still so sold on what he can be. And when we get glimmers of it like this, and like we did uh, two games ago, um, it's just it's just really exciting. Because I think he's just a, like we've talked about it this so much. He's just a slow burner, but he's beginning. His demeanor is beginning to change a bit on the court. I think that kind of soft, nice guy um, is beginning to kind of retreat a little bit, and this kind of more aggressive, confident P. Will is beginning to step forward more and more, and that's what we need to see, um, and that's what this team needs. And uh, also those beautiful, sexy rainbow threes. Give me, give me more of them. Give me more of them. Be well. Yeah, and I mean, I know you haven't listened to it, but him and Kobe have been on Bulls Talk with Casey Johnson today. I listened to the first ten minutes, but I've got a lot more to listen to of it. I haven't heard it all. Yeah, I mean, it's only sort of twenty-seven minutes long anyway. But I got a different, different sort of understanding of P. Will from it. You know, apparently he's not the shy, shy, quiet person we all think he is. Um, I mean, obviously he was getting this from Kobe, who was his best mate, and I didn't realise how long they'd known each other as well. Yeah, um, no, neither did I. I. I got it from the introduction, like, but I hadn't realised yeah. that either. And the interesting part I found from that early part of it was how when he landed in Chicago, obviously Kobe well, went to the hotel to get him and they went straight on to Zach's house. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of, all right, at that point, it was Zach's team. So it's kind of understandable. But then, I don't know, you just kind of don't really think of it in that way. You know, you think, well, he'll just be sat in his hotel. But he said he you know, went round and Zach was talking to him and making him feel welcome and, they ended up playing, obviously, well, doing some gaming and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, so he was, he was well received on the team from the word mm-hmm. go. Um, and I mean, obviously, I, I won't say too much because I know you haven't listened to it. No, <laughs> but you know, if anyone else hasn't listened to it, I'd definitely check it out because you get a better understanding of both Kobe and P. Wall from it. I found anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, bit of a tangent there, but uh, I don't know if you've got anything else on the game or if it's too depressing. Uh, see, I mean, uh, depressing. Yeah, the way it ended was definitely depressing. But the whole game, I'm pretty high on, to be honest with you, because this is a team that on paper we wouldn't expect to be beaten. We wouldn't expect to be competing with. We wouldn't expect to be holding them all the way to the final shot of the game. Yeah. Okay. I know we dipped quite badly in the third, but apart from that, we outscored them in every other quarter. And I just think that there's a lot of positive to take out of this loss, even though it was a heartbreaking finish. Yeah. And, you know, like, like we've said, we just hope that AK and uh, Eversley had sort of watching what's going on. And 
that these positives from these games don't end up outweighing the negatives from the rest of the season. Yeah, that's the fear, isn't it? Because I mean, they can't they can't gloss over this to the point where they convince themselves that change isn't needed because it's blatantly obvious to anyone that is sitting at home or in the UC watching these games, change is very much required. Yeah. Um, and look, look, I know we're all very unhappy with, with Acme right now compared to how we were maybe a couple of years ago, but I'm not done on them yet. I'm definitely, definitely giving them this off season before I make my final judgment on them. Yeah. Um, if this off season comes and goes without any major change now, because at this point, you know, we're in the 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 transfer uh, deadline and the off season prior, um, we were happy enough with minor changes, even though we maybe would have liked to have seen a little bit more. We we kind of accepted minor changes. Minor changes aren't going to get this done anymore. I mean, as much as I like this squad, um it's not working. It's not good enough. It's not enough to get over the hump and it needs work and it needs change. And that has to be major change in the off season. Now, not just a few tweaks. We've gone past that point now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a, not a rebuild and a blow up. It's a, a retool. I think needed. Yeah. But um, it's, it's got to be a retool from the top, not from the bottom. Yeah. One of the, was just like we said on the last episode, one of the yeah. big pieces has got to go. Yeah. 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 That's the only way they're going to be able to change this team enough, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. So, yeah. Um, well, I'll quickly send it to the adverts as we've gone a bit further than normal with it. And uh, we'll speak about the next few games after that. The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump. Your voice has a place. Welcome back. Um, Obviously... Just spoke about the Kings game. Um, we're going to look ahead now to well, it's going to be the next three because there's going to throw well, three games before we intend recording next. So we'll have a quick look at them and give our predictions for them as much as we can. <laughs> um, just quickly back on that Kings one. Is it me that gets bragging rights? Yeah, you get bragging rights. Do you want them? Uh, yeah. I've got nothing else to do with it. Petty, petty. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I completely cocked up on the player of the game. As we've just discussed, obviously, I said I was going to get it. And uh, from the word go, I did realise that was a big mistake. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I did say we'd lose by less than 10. And uh, effectively, it'd be the three pointers that killed us. And. Yeah, that's unfortunately what happened. But anyway, Timberwolves tomorrow. Um, obviously, they've already handed our asses to us once this year. 
and yeah. called the team meeting and <laughs> showed just how bad this team was at the time. Yeah. Because it's not that team anymore. Um, Timberwolves coming in at 500, 35 and 35. Yeah. Uh, they lost last night to Celtics by, was it two points, I think? Um, quick look at the injury report. Obviously, Caruso's still on it for us as a game time decision with this illness. Um, they've got Jalen Noel, game time decision, Austin Rivers, game time decision, and Cat listed as out. Where is he? A report today that he's due to start ramping up again to come back. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, Obviously, it's a completely different Timberwolves team to the one we last faced as well Mm -hmm. um, because of the trades that happened. Uh, Was it D'Angelo Russell and was it just him that left to go to Lakers? I can't remember now. Was that part of the three-team trade, was it? Yeah, one of the Westbrook to Jazz and yeah. Lakers kind of got a load of random role players. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you try and get the starting lineup for them from last night, uh, where was it? Hmm. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, their starting lineup McDaniels, Anderson, Gobert. Edwards, Connolly. Oh, that was it. Yeah, they acquired Connolly, didn't they, from Jazz as part of it. Yeah, that was it. You know, it, it's not a bad starting lineup. Um, There's players out there that will cause some of our problems. You know, obviously, Anthony Edwards is just an absolute freak anyway, isn't he? So, yeah, he is. You know, um, but they're beatable. Surely, do you know what I mean? It's, I mean, yeah, they're at five hundred and we're six below five hundred. But like I say that they've gone through some changes, and it's. I think the big thing is how we deal with players off the bench for this one. Yeah, because I mean they have some some talent on the bench, um, like Torian Prince um, and Nor are both really good players that can get hot. Okay, now looking at the stats from last night, they actually played, both of them had poor <laughs> games. But yeah. in general, they tend to be, you know, quite good players off the bench uh, and that can cause problems. Um, so it, it, this could be a game, like you say, this could be very much a game that's decided by the bench players as opposed to the, the starters. Yeah, I mean... I think a lot depends on what sort of a game uh, Rudy Gobert has. Yeah. Because they've got Naz Reed that comes off the bench and I think he can yeah. cause problems. He did last time, if I remember rightly. Yeah. I mean, we had that, um, what's his name? Um, Nathan Knight, you know. He yeah. causes problems and nobody knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we he, tend he to do that the DMP last night. Yeah. <laughs> We make superstars out of nobodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that means he's going to go off tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> if he gets any bench time or any court time. Yeah, so quick predictions on this one. 
Okay, do you want me to go first? Yeah, because I'll probably just disagree with you anyway. But yeah, you'll go the other content. way just for taking it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna say we take a loss. I wasn't expecting that. Were you not? No. I was expecting to have to say that, so now I'm going to have to say we're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think that, I mean, if Gobert has a half decent game, that's going to be a big problem for Vooch. Um, Ant Man is just too much for most teams, anyway. And I mean, you've still got to deal with Jalen McDaniels and Mike Conley then. Um, there as well. I just think there's an awful lot there that's going to present problems for us when essentially unless certain players like the likes of um, Io and P-Will play particularly well, unless we get a good game out of Beverly, it does come down to hoping that our bench players come on and can do enough damage. I just don't know if we have enough right now. <sighs> Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, a lot depends on Caruso as well. Because yeah, if, if Caruso's healthy, it does it does help a lot. It doesn't help with the lineups, but um, that's obviously down to Billy. Um, mm. No, I mean, even before you said that, I was going to say I think we take the win. Uh, I think last night would have hurt him a lot. I think Pat Bev is going to want to put on a show with it being Timberwolves and what happened there last year for him and that whole... I mean, I don't think he's got any ill feeling towards Timberwolves, but it's that whole thing of the, you form a team and you want to put on a performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it'll be less than 10 win. Um, and I think... Player-wise, our best player will be Sod it, Pav, from what I've just said. Okay. Okay, okay. Right, well, I'm going to go with a more than 10-point loss. 150 again. <laughs> Not quite that much. <laughs> Not quite that much. Um, but, yeah, I do think that it, this isn't going to go away. Um, is there any point in me giving a player of the game if I think it's going to be a loss? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Not sticking with what we normally do. No. So, yeah. Once we don't lose 150, 126 or anything similar like we did last time, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. We, move, we move on then after that, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, like I say, Timberwolves tomorrow night and then Saturday night on the second of a back-to-back at the UC, Miami Heat are in town. Yep. <sighs> you love Miami, don't you? No. I love the fact <laughs> that we've uh, beat them twice already this year. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, quick look at the injury report. Uh, Cody Zeller is the only player. Game time decision. Yeah. I didn't even know he was there, to be honest. Um yeah, uh, let's see what their last result was. They didn't play last night, I don't think. No. I know they've been on a bit of a run recently, haven't they? Um, mm. oh, they absolutely um, hammered the Grizzlies 
on Wednesday night. Yeah. Or Wednesday morning, should I say. 138 to 119. Yeah, Yeah, that Grizzlies are all over the place at the minute, aren't they? So... But it's the fact that putting yeah. up 138 is not not a good thing coming in, is it? Uh, <laughs> no. And, yeah, like they're currently 38-33, and are they seventh in the East? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two-game win streak. Um, the two games back from Nets, who were in sixth and free-falling. They're pushing for that playoff spot, aren't they? Definitely. So, yeah, it's not going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think we're going to get the win from this one. I'll go straight. Okay. Into it. Yeah, they um, go straight. In. Yeah, obviously they're off tomorrow night as well, so that's going to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a loss. I'm not even. I'm going to say more than ten. Why? Okay. I'm going to go against you. I'm going to say we take a win. I think we've got Miami's number. I think we have them rattled. Um, and I think that we will do what needs to be done, having lost to the Timberwolves, having lost the way we lost last night. We're not going to go three in a row. We're going to come in and we're going to take Miami out. I think it'll be a tight enough game. And lose, uh, We'll win by less than 10. Um, and player of the game, I'm going to go with... Zach. Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> hope you're right. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then on to Monday. Um, it's obviously how it works out for us is we've got three days of bulls coming up. Yep. Um, it's and... you know technically Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and Monday night for us. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I don't like back to backs as it is, but it's nearly over now. So exactly, yeah. uh, Sixers. Obviously, we travel there on Monday, um, and it's actually a Monday night game for us as well. Yeah. Uh, injury report for them: Jalen McDaniels is game time decision. So that'll probably change by the time Monday comes around. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, we've split the games with them so far this year. Yep. And this is the first of, well, it's a back-to-back against them, but not back-to-back in days, is it? So, play them twice next week. Um, they're currently 46-22. and 22, And third in the East on a six-game win streak. Yeah. <laughs> you can't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just had images then of what's going to happen. Um, and you imagine Embiid's going to play in at least one of the games? Yeah. If not both. And we all know how that goes. So, once again, yeah. I'll go straight in and say it's a loss. And a pretty big loss again. Okay. Um,. Okay, well, I think that we are going to split the two Sixers games next week, but I'm not entirely convinced which way round we're going to do it. Um, I think maybe we'll lose the first one and then go all out for a revenge game in the second game. I don't know if Embiid don't play. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and hope MB don't play it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, at least give us some sort of chance. Yeah, yeah, we need something. But yeah, yeah. yeah so I've got us going one and two, and you've got us one, and you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I could be and two. Uh, two and one. <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, no, I, I, I think I think it will be one and two, to be honest. Yeah, we've just got them a uh, different way around. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I mean, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. Uh, no, I'm just not looking forward to having to put up with Embiid and Harden on the same team. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler the night before. And, yeah, I don't mind Jimmy like you do. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing Anthony Edwards though yeah 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 I can uh, appreciate somebody like that so yeah um, considering it was an episode we didn't know if we was even going to bother recording um, if you're still with us thanks for listening um, we're not entirely sure what we're doing next week so because I'm on a course and personal life gets in the way um, so yeah we will be back at some point next week we just don't know when and until then as usual I've been Matt you can find me on Twitter at UK, and you can find us on all the socials at UK. and I've been Neil uh, I'm on Twitter at Neil UK. Um we'd like to thank you for t- uh, tuning in listening to us uh, please leave comments and uh, give us that five-star review. Um, and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, if you want to join us on Facebook, please do. Uh, we have that group going on over there. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, see red, go. Talk to you later.